Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey, interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, friends. I am excited to bring you another podcast episode that is from the vault of last year's Thriving Authors Summit. As I'm recording this, it is the first day of August and we are really ramping up excitement around our second annual Thriving Authors Summit, which is coming to you completely free the week of August 21st. You can sign up at Thriving Authors Summit. Dot com and that's two s's thriving authors with an s and then another s for summit.com i'll have the link in the show notes um i'm just so excited about this summit my friends i have spent the past probably six weeks recording amazing interviews with you about everything from the writing and publishing process and marketing and getting ideas and taking care of yourself and nurturing your creativity. I've talked with authors. I've talked with entrepreneurs. I've talked with editors and publishers and marketers. And there is just so much goodness coming your way the week of August 21st, completely free, coming straight to your inbox. And even better, you can watch these from anywhere in the world from the comfort of your home and there is no deadline you can sign up even if you are going to be really busy that week even if you're going on vacation um, you will still if you sign up you'll get access to all of these interviews that you can watch from the comfort of your home on your own time schedule so there is no rush and no deadline you really do not want to miss out on this amazing event i'm so so proud of it and so honored that um, 25 amazing women have gifted their time and their energy and their brilliance to sharing these messages with you. So if you want a little sneak peek of what the summit is like, I am sharing today on the podcast an interview from last year's summit. So this is with Emma Louise Parks, and um, she is the host of an amazing podcast called The Ambitious Introvert. And last year, she talked with me about how to market your book as an introvert. So many writers, myself included, are introverts, and it can seem draining to think about getting out there and marketing our books and promoting ourselves. 
But we all know that promotion is important for the success of our books and our book launches and all of that good stuff. So the question that Emma Louise goes into and helps us figure out is how do we balance these two opposing goals? She's an expert in how to protect your energy as an introvert while still creating a wildly successful marketing plan for your book. And I think you're really going to love Emma Louise's genius tips for using different stages of writing and launching your book in your marketing and promotion. She has such wonderful insights that I have used in my subsequent book launches after conducting this summit interview with her. And um, I just can't wait for you to hear all of these gems from her. And after you listen to this podcast, if you want to go right away to thrivingauthorssummit.com and sign up so you will be ready to go for this year's summit. Mark your calendars for the week of August 21st through 25th. There will be 25 more sessions just like this to help you really up-level your writing life and take huge strides forward in your writing dreams so that you can be a thriving author too. Okay, my friends, enjoy my interview with Emma Louise Parks. Emma Louise, thank you so much for being part of the summit. I'm so excited to talk with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited to dive into this topic because I just me think it's just so perfect. It is perfect. Well, before we dive in, I'm just going to read a little your bio just to give viewers a little a little taste of, of you in case they haven't listened to your podcast or found your work before. I was telling you before we hit record, I've been a huge fan of your podcast. I feel like I already know you, but it's so nice to get to meet you. Um, so let me just read your bio and then we'll dive right in. So Emma Louise Parks is a business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts, empaths, and HSPs. Before entering the online business space, she spent 17 years in one of the world's most stressful, male-focused, and extroverted fields of air traffic control. Alongside her time behind the radar, keeping the busy skies above London safe, she also became an instructor for new recruits, fueling her love of coaching. Today, Emma Louise is an internationally recognized certified online business consultant and NLP master practitioner with accreditations in EFT and TFT. She's also the host of the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Introvert. Having built her six-figure brand in under three years without previous business experience, Emma Louise is proof that when you take aligned action, you can scale your business with ease and speed. Emma Louise's mission is to help her clients embrace their ambitious introvert nature, stay in their zone of genius, and impact more people with their profitable, purpose-driven businesses. You can find her at theambitiousintrovert.com or inside her free Facebook group, The Ambitious Introvert Network, where she empowers her community of smart, sensitive entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Well, let's just dive in. So our topic for today is um, launching and marketing a book as an introvert in a way that fuels and nourishes you and feels really aligned. And I was just telling you before we hit record, when we're recording this, I've just come off of my own book launch and I'm feeling a little bit drained. So um, this is perfect topic just for me to soak up your wisdom as well. Um, so, so let's just dive right in. I mean, maybe just to begin with, um, you know, thinking about being an introvert and then trying to launch something, whether it is, you know, 
a course or a product, but I think with launching a book often it feels so, um, just like so central to, to who we are often we're like so attached to it. So just, did you want to just give listeners a little, um, almost like a pep talk, right? Like it's possible to be an introvert and also have like a successful book launch that feels aligned. Yes, it's totally possible. I have a number of clients that either had books before we worked together or that have published books during uh, containers together. And I think you hit the nail on the head that it's such a personal thing and you pour so much of yourself and your energy into the book, which obviously we're going to talk about later because then you end up in the position where you are now and you're a little bit like oh, depleted. But but knowing that, that you're in that mode of creation and everything that goes around it and then thinking of the marketing as well, like it is totally, totally possible. Like introverts can do anything. We're not held back from anything at all. We just need to approach it a little bit differently. And personally, what I have found to be true for myself in launches and for all of my clients is the more we can be prepared and plan and kind of know what to expect and where the potential energy pitfalls are, the better. But if we go into it with that awareness, then we can be unstoppable. I love that. I love that. And I think it's so true, right? That having that awareness and having that plan just makes such a huge difference when we kind of know what we're getting into. Um, so what would you, what's your advice as far as like creating a plan ahead of time? Um, you know, do you have kind of steps that you walk your clients through or are there certain, where you're mentioning energy pitfalls, are there certain places that as introverts, we should be especially kind of mindful of there? So the biggest thing I would say with the plan is as introverts, when we do feel a little bit low energy or, you know, those days that we don't feel like showing up, if there's no plan, we often just don't show up. Mm. And, you know, the difference between running our business or, you know, launching our book in a very, in a more business, I guess, structured way is having that plan and knowing like, this is a task that I have to do today or that I have to do this week versus like, Oh, do I feel like talking about it or not? So that for one is a kind of an important mindset shift because if we're going to rely on our consistent energy, we're not going to have consistent energy. Like, And that's fine. But just knowing that having that plan in advance, that is going to help those days that we feel a little bit low. It can always be like, let me just get done what I need to get done. And then I can go and rest, right? Yes, I love that so much. And that is that echoes so much. Um, I feel like there are a lot of parallels between launching and marketing and promoting and just the creative process as a whole. Like that's so much of what I talk with my clients about with like the writing process that there are yeah. some, if we just wait until we feel inspired or until we like feel like writing often, there are going to be many days and we don't. And I'm sure like with your podcast, there are probably days you don't necessarily feel like recording an episode, but when you have that plan, you sort of know what you have to get done. And then I think the the other key that you said is then resting afterwards or doing yeah. something to kind of celebrate be, being done with that task. Do you think that's especially important for introverts? I think it is so important and also celebrating along the way. And this is something that I see, you know, my clients not do. I think because where we're more introverted, celebration can mean like I'm going out to a big party or, you know, like we see people on social media and they're like, oh, I'm opening the champagne and, you know, I'm not a big drinker. So that's not my way of celebrating. And I think we feel like we have to celebrate when something is complete and it's over, but actually by celebrating the small steps along the way, like this could work really well for your clients with like, not just going, oh, I haven't finished the book, but like mm -hmm. celebrate each chapter yeah, and making those small steps because energetically, 
if we're in this feeling of like, oh, it's not done yet, it's not done yet. You know, in business, maybe someone's trying to hit a revenue goal and they're not there. They feel like they failed until they get there, but actually they need to celebrate every increment along the way. So I think that, you know, celebration means different things to different people. It probably means coffee to me and maybe <laughs> like, you know, a new pair of like pajamas to lay around the house. <laughs> like It's not going to be like, yeah, spraying champagne on a Mercedes or anything, but it's important to have those points along the way and honor and recognize how much you have achieved and not just save it all until the, the end. Yes. I love that so much. There's so much wisdom. I mean, that you brought up in just that single, that single point, you know, about celebrating and also like finding what feels like celebration for you and not having to, um, make it fit into, a version that you believe that, you know, that you see on social media, other people celebrating that would actually just be even more draining for you or, you know, that wouldn't <laughs> just be exhausted. Yes. Like, no, I don't want that. And that makes me think too, with, and we can get into, um, you know, kind of the actual ideas, uh, maybe some ideas for what to do during like writing your book, launching your book. But it also makes me think about this idea of, um, I think sometimes FOMO, like that fear of missing out, we almost feel like we have to do all the things with our book launch or with our marketing. But as you were speaking, what really came up for me was this idea of finding like what feels like most aligned with you and kind of focusing on those things, as opposed to feeling like for your launch, you have to do the huge launch party or you have to go live every single day to talk about your book if that really drains you or, you know, the idea of kind of finding those things that do work for you and focusing on on those things. hundred percent. And I think I can give it a parallel with launching my podcast because yeah. when I launched the podcast two years ago, you know, that was a very creative process, um, which I loved actually. And I, I still do love to create it, but starting it from scratch was pretty much like starting a book from scratch. And mm. then I went through the whole launch process and something that, you know, in any marketing, we definitely want to be kind of giving people a teaser and we want to be telling them what's coming. You know, you don't just want to turn up one day and go like, hey, I wrote a book. Here it is. <laughs> um, you know, we want to build up that hype ahead of, of the launch and everything. And I think just like you said, it's so important to know that we can't do everything. You can't be like building up excitement ahead of a launch everywhere. You can't do a whole launch everywhere and do everything. So understanding like how can you best use your energy and do things that feel aligned and good. And one of the things that I did with the podcast launch, which could work really well for a book launch is I used to film myself just doing everything as a time lapse mm. because I was doing it anyway. And then I could just share a little bit to be like, oh, here's me getting the podcast ready. And people were like, oh, you're launching a podcast. You know, if someone's going to sit down and they're writing their book anyway, they've got a launch date, right? And they're like, okay, I need to finish the book. You could film yourself doing it and then be like, here's a little snippet of me writing the book. Like it's it's not extra energy. It's something you're already doing. Um, and actually I found it like a bit of accountability because I'm like, I'm filming myself now. So I really, <laughs> I really better get on with it. Um, you know, you don't have to, if it's not your thing to be creating like half an hour videos talking about how you're writing a book, like don't do it. Just video yourself doing something and share the things that feel aligned that are not going to take any extra energy. I love that idea. That's such a great, um, a great way of streamlining some of your marketing or launching or promotion, like you're saying into something that you're already doing. Yeah. So it's not like this extra activity that you have to say, okay, now I have to make a reel or something like it's something that you're already doing. I just think that's 
Brilliant. I love that. And it also made me think about, um, you know, ways in which maybe authors can use like content from their book that they've already written, you know, to give little snippets or teasers. Maybe it's a quote from your book. I love, I think the idea of asking yourself, okay, what work have I already done with this book that I can then just leverage into promoting my book launch? Exactly. People love to see behind the scenes. You know, they love to see, um, even if, you know, if you're an author with a newsletter, you could add a little PS to your newsletter every week to be like, you know, up to page, whatever now, or up to so many words or things like that. Like it just makes people feel connected and it just builds that anticipation because they already like you if they, you know, following you or in your audience. So obviously they, they're waiting for your work to come out. And it's just a really great way to to share. And like you say, you could just share like a little paragraph or you could be like, oh, I just introduced a new character. Like it's a real collaborative process in that way. And you're not having to be extrovert or do anything different. It's almost Mm -hmm. just like sharing the journey with people, which I think is a beautiful way to um, warm people up ahead of a launch. Yeah. People love to feel like they get a little bit of um, some secret information or like you said that behind the scenes. I love that. And it also just feels it could be really aligned, like you're saying, with getting a little bit of extra accountability there too, you know, during the actual process. And to me, your tips really go hand in hand too, because your first tip about like creating a plan ahead of time, when you have that plan, you're able to sort of focus on the long game. And like you're saying, actually be getting this content as you're, as you're writing the book, even that then you can use for marketing in your launch. So it's, it's instead of at the last minute thinking like, oh my goodness, I'm launching this book and I don't know what I'm supposed to do for, for content. It's like collecting it slowly over time, which I know for myself just energetically feels so much, um, which is like a lot less draining (laughs) to do it just like slow and steady over a long period of time. 100% and people love that your audience probably loves slow and steady because you know sometimes when people appear and they're like oh I've got this thing and they just like talk about it a lot for like two weeks and push it down your throat feels a bit like a whirlwind whereas that slow and steady of like oh you know they've been talking about this a couple of times a week for the last few months like oh yeah it's a different approach it just it really does make people feel more connected. Yes, I agree. It feels maybe more authentic and like they get to be part of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we kind of got through, you know, planning, pre-launch, um, and then actually launching the book, which I think for a lot of us, it might just naturally be kind of a draining few days or a draining week. And maybe like you were saying with expectations, just sort of setting up that expectation that for this actual launch day or these few days around the launch, I might be feeling like I'm expending a lot of energy. But so then what tips do you have for kind of after the launch to sort of be able to ground ourselves or kind of to have like a reset? Because the other thing that I talk to my clients about with with launching a book is it's not like we get to launch date and then poof, it's all over. Like you want to kind of have some sustained energy for still spreading the word about your book and your project. So I think the idea of kind of getting back to a grounded place is so important. So what, what advice do you have there? What tips do you have for introverts? Definitely block out some time in your calendar because you will need it. And when we're so focused on one thing, so you've been, you know, you've been focused on the creation process and then the launch process, it's so easy that the calendar just fills up afterwards and, you know, maybe clients book in or I don't know, you book things with family and and things. If you're an introvert, you're going to need some downtime on your own. Um, 
one of the things that I have a lot of my clients do if they're doing a launch is to book a spa day in advance, like straight after it. So it's like, go to the spa, don't take your phone, just literally go and, and decompress. Like that's maybe not practical for everyone, but I would say if you can plan ahead and be like, get groceries delivered in advance and, you know, or make sure the fridge is stocked or make sure that, you know, you can get easy access to takeout or something. So you just literally don't have to think. You don't have to do, you don't have to create because even like cooking meals, it's creating, right? So you just want to get out of that mode. And we really want our brain to be able to recalibrate our nervous system to come gently back down. So it's about making life in that, you know, those few weeks afterwards as calm as possible, as simple as possible. We don't want any decision fatigue. We don't want to have to, you know, be doing anything that's going to use up our creative energy. Um, I don't know if you've read Do Less by Kate Northrup. I know. I'm going to write it down. It's a wonderful book. I'd highly recommend it. And she talks about cyclical living. So whether it's through your menstrual cycle or the moon cycle, but she said every project has this like creative cycle. And then you have this cycle at the end where you just need to rest. And, you know, it's almost like a field being left fallow to get its nutrients back. So afterwards, just clear that space. It's so easy just to carry on with life, but you're going to need to, you know, you're going to feel depleted and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, we, depletion is natural, but it is a sign that you just need to take some time for yourself and nourish yourself, be that with food, with nature, with space, with time away from a screen. I mean, if you've just written a book and done a launch, you probably don't want to look at a screen for a, for a few days. <laughs> yes. I love that. And your example of the fields line fallow, I think is just such a great one for, for us to think like you were saying how it's, it's very normal. It's natural. I think that, and our modern society, it's kind of unnatural to just be going, 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 going like without any rest. And so that idea of, yes, it is such an important time to take that rest. And I think that could be even some great time to weave in some reflection, some journaling, some daydreaming. Often for authors, it can be a little bit scary. It's exciting to launch a book, but it's almost like, okay, now what do I do next? You know, I've been working on this book for so long and now it's out in the world. Um, So I think coupling that with even just some time to to daydream um, would be wonderful for the creative process too. I so agree. The thing is with a book, if you're writing a fiction book, you have been kind of living as someone else while you're channeling that story, right? And you're so in the character. And if you're writing a nonfiction book, you're writing it for someone else. So you're constantly thinking about your audience and who you're writing for and what they need to hear. So I think that whole, the entire process can take so much away from you and who you are. So I think having that space and like you say, reflecting and whether it's journaling or daydreaming or just being like, I don't have any responsibilities, you know, for a couple of days. I don't have to worry. Like it's all good just to allow you to connect back to yourself. Yes. I love that so much. And I think that's so important, not only for introverts, but for all of us. (laughs) I think all of us should schedule that time on our calendar after a big launch. Um, And it's the same way I often compare um, launching a book to like giving birth. Like it's like you're birthing this being into the world. And, um, you know, when a mother births a baby, she does, she isn't back to work the next day. Like we, we know, we need, we need time to, to kind of just adjust. And, and so, um, 
I just love that. Thank you so much for all of these tips. I'm going to look at my calendar and schedule myself whatever I can manage for like a spa yes. day. <laughs> and, <laughs> that fills um, my heart with joy. <laughs> yes, that just sounds lovely. Um, well, gosh, thank you so much. The time has just flown by, but I want to make sure that um, we get a chance to highlight you have a very generous free gift for all summit attendees. So do you want to just tell a little bit about that? And I will give a link um, to where viewers can um, can get that. Absolutely. So um, if you are an extrovert or an ambivert, this is still going to be relevant to you. So I would still highly recommend it. It's my morning mindset meditation. And it's something that I created for my one-on-one clients. And I ended up creating it into a paid product because it was so popular. And the reason I shared this particularly because this whole process, like you say, the creation, the carving out the time, the being able to celebrate, the the need to rest afterwards, there's no better way to create that than to add it into your everyday. So I recommend to all of my clients that they take 10 minutes every morning just to balance their energy, to take that time, do the meditation it's so good, not only for your mindset, but for your nervous system and for also getting into the habit of, I deserve to rest and it's okay to rest because as you say, modern society, it's go, 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 go. It can feel really unnatural. It also really helps with creativity. I've got a number of writers as clients and they say that when they take the time to meditate daily, they definitely find themselves more creative and able to create more quickly. So I just thought all around, it's a perfect fit for every part of the creation process. Um, so I'm really thrilled to be able to share it with your audience. I love that. I can't wait to grab it myself. Um, and I'll share the link below. That just sounds perfect. And I do agree, like just from my experience, I feel like when I take the time to have that quiet time, do that meditation, I do feel just it's so much easier to sit down in front of the page and get those words flowing. So that's such a gift. Thank you. And um, also before I let you go, I plugged your podcast, which I love, but do you want to just tell, um, I'll also give the links, but just, do you want to just say in case someone is like listening to this while they're doing dishes or something, like what are the best places to find you um, on the internet so people can connect with you and follow you? Absolutely. I would love to connect. The podcast is probably the best. It's the Ambitious Introvert podcast. And then the links for everywhere else are in the show notes. If you're more a Facebook person, I do have a beautiful Facebook community that I'd love to invite you to. It's called the Ambitious Introvert Network. And it's completely promo friendly. So people come in, they share their offers, they you know share their content and other people just chat and ask questions. So it's a really lovely introvert friendly space. And if you are more of an Instagram Instagrammer, then I'm not as active on there, but I'm still there and it's at Ambitious Introvert. Thank you so much, Emma Louise. It was so wonderful to talk with you and thank you for all of this just insight and wisdom that you took the time to share. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me and congratulations again on your book launch. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors. And if you are an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish the book inside your heart, this is the place to be. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges. And you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Again, the name is Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors, and it is a completely free Facebook group. 
You can also reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing. Thank you.